0: This is Coach Chris Holtman. You're listening to Drive the Lane Podcast.
1: Welcome back to Drive the Lane, and we apologize in advance because we have a member of the enemy team on tonight's episode. We talk with Jordan Bohannon, guard for Iowa, who gives us a secret on how to stop Luka Garza. And you'll hear, but spoiler alert, the answer is you can't. We also talk about this. You know, I'm going to go ahead and call it historic Ohio State team. I think you people out there might not be, you know, 100% realizing what we're seeing. Before we get to all that, though, we are brought to you by West Coast Bias. You know, that might sound weird because we're not in the West Coast, we're Midwest, and that's true. But they got it all, Ohio State gear, all right, towel gang gear, hashtag towel gang. You name it, they got it, and I mean that literally. Like, you reach out to us, you reach out to them and say, this is what I want made, and they will do it. They make custom gear for, for players' wives, players' girlfriends. Emily Mayfield, Baker Mayfield's wife, she's repping some West Coast Bias, and you could be too. Next episode, we'll have a promo code for you guys, but seriously, go to westcoastbias.net and get yourself some merch. Joey. Andrew, what was the highest ranked you ever were as a Buckeye? Eight. Eight. And this Ohio State team is? Seven. I think you should talk a little bit about just how special this season really has been for Ohio State. They're, they're not number seven in, in November around Thanksgiving after Maui, all right? They're number seven in February, and if they beat Iowa – Who knows how high they could fly? Yeah, I think it's important to realize a couple of things. Number one, like you kind of said, being ranked in the early months versus being ranked now is completely different. And we've talked about it before. It almost makes sense to not have rankings until, like, January for, for basketball because quickly we found out that Duke sucks, North Carolina sucks, Kansas sucks, Kentucky sucks. Michigan State has lost four in a row now. They just lost to Iowa. So, like, being ranked in February is a big deal. Being ranked in the top ten is a gigantic deal. And what I love most about this Ohio State team in particular, excuse me, is we've talked about it a lot on the show. They're not the most talented team in the world, not the most talented team that Coach Mata ever had, Coach Holman ever had. Like, think about the team last year versus this year. Last year we had five stars galore you got one of the best players in the entire conference in Caleb Wesson. Um, you know, talent, talent, talent. This year there are a lot of questions coming in the year, you know. CJ Walker's got to take a step. Dwayne Washington's got to take a step. What are we getting out of the front court and Kyle Young, EJ O'Dell? Who are these freshmen? Can they contribute? Who are these transfers? Can they contribute? All the questions have been answered at this point in the year and the answer is we have a really really good team. They play hard, they play together. They play within themselves. They know their roles. It is just a joy to watch. Um, you know, you can go down the line, but the, the the end all be all be the final say in this is that we are a contender. They're an elite team. They're a top, you know, four team in the big 10. You know, if you go based on rankings wise, they're the number one team in the big 10, uh, you know, in the country, obviously like I would take them just against just about anyone in the conference right now. And that's a testament to the great coaching staff and, and the way the guys are playing. I mean, we've won six to seven. The game that we lost, we were winning the entire game and lost at the, at the buzzer. I mean, it's just it, – they're rolling. The Bucks are rolling, and, and in years past, you know, like I've been a part of some really good teams that have struggled in this part of the year, and the fact that they're not struggling right now is a really, really good sign. Something that I think could potentially happen. Um, right now, EJ Liddell – He's got a stretch of three straight 20-point games. He's been absolutely incredible all year. And I think even next year, you know, he could he comes back next year, he he's probably a top five candidate for Big Ten Player of the Year. He might be right now, but next year he's definitely like a preseason three or five top candidate for Big Ten Player of the Year. All right. Dwayne Washington, if he's back, should take another step be just another amazing offensive weapon Are you know, we you looking got, next year right now as the no center. no let me let me let me explain what I'm saying let me get there all right you got young guys like Michi and Zed Key that you've seen have made impacts already Eugene Brown guys like that and then you got Seth Towns who's not 100% and he's playing contributing we could look in a few years and be like do you remember that one time when all these guys were on Ohio State at the same time you know it might not all happen for everyone the same year, you know, Zed Key might be like a, his senior year, he's incredible or something like that, but it could be kind of looked at as like Burrow, Haskins. That's what you're comparing it to? No, no, no like, like people are like, oh, my God, remember, how, how could Burrow, Haskins, Braxton Miller, JT Barrett all be in the same quarterback room? It's like, yeah, obviously that's crazy, but they didn't all hit their peaks at the same exact time. That's what I think is cool is like, all, like in a few years, you could be like, all those guys are on the same team. That's yeah. all. I mean, I don't disagree. That's just a little bit of a stretch when you compare it to maybe the best quarterback room that we've seen in a, you know, <laughs> obviously it's a, bit of a stretch it's, but I hear you in the fact of basically what you're getting at is we have a really, really deep team this year. And you're exactly right. I mean, like, well, it's like when, that, when people are like, Evan Turner was on that or John D played with Evan Turner, you know, but like he also played with, with Kraft and Sullinger. It's like, because college is like that, you you get weird overlaps. Yeah, no, without a doubt. And who knows, like, for all we know, Kyle Young and C.J. Walker could be like, look, like, maybe they come in second in the Big Ten and they make the Sweet 16 and feel like they should have won the game that they lost. And They're like, bro, like, should we just run it back? Like, we got another year eligibility. And then we have the same exact team coming back, you know? So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. Obviously, this game against Iowa is a huge measuring stick because Iowa is – known as a final four contender. I think on ESPN the other day, Seth Greenberg and LaFonso Ellis both said that Ohio State is going to make the final four, which is hilarious, but awesome, but hilarious because recency bias in college basketball is very real. Um, But this game against Iowa is just a huge measuring stick because Iowa plays in such a different style than we do. They have a dominant big man, as we've talked about on the show, obviously, Luca Garza. They just play a way different game than us. And we're going to have to – obviously, in order to win, you got to outscore the other team. But it's never more true than in a game against Iowa because Michigan State the other day scored 37 points against Rutgers. 37. They had 75 or something, 74 tonight. You know, so you can score on Iowa. I wouldn't be surprised if the game was 80-84, to 84, you know, a high-scoring game that Ohio State's not used to playing in. You know, that's not the game that Holman really wants. Um, it comes down to defense. I think Luka Garza gets his. There's no doubt about it. But it's a matter of limiting the other guys. I mean, you look at guys like Bohannon, who obviously we're going to talk to on the show. Um, you know, Wieskamp, Keegan Murray, who's unbelievable. I love him. You know, like just they, – they play 11 guys. Tonight at the end of the game, they were not playing Bohannon, Wieskamp, McCaffrey, or Fredericks. Like, then who are they playing? You know, they just are so as deep as we are. They're probably deeper, in all honesty. And they're all the same guy. It seems like when they come off the bench, some white guy can shoot threes. But they also yeah. have—they got great. Ch- They—they're just a really deep, really good team. Also, here's the problem with when we interview people, and we see this problem in our T V T show all the time. Like, are we gonna be happy if if Jordan Bohannon's like upset after after the loss? Like that's our that's our friend. You know, it's no, like it's clear, and he would he would be the first person to say it. We. It's great if he has a great game. They just can't win. Like, I'm rooting against him in the game. He knows that. He would root against me if I won the game. Worst, 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 worst case scenario. He has zero and they win by thirty. Right. We would uh, we'd be so mad if that happened. We'd be miserable. Oh, it's okay. You know, like today, he makes some free throws and covers the over. Like that's when we're rooting for him. And they won. Like that's great. You know. But he can't do that. Is it weird that Ohio state might finish the season top five and not win the big 10? No, I, 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 that's weird, but like, it's, it's, it's because of like, I think it's because of COVID there's not a lot of non-conference games. So they didn't get a chance to like bolster their resume. So then now it's happening towards the end of the year. But mm-hmm. then also like there's really good freaking teams in Ohio are in, in, in the big 10 and we've lost some games that we should have won, you know? So, like, Big Ten-wise, whereas, like, you know, in the past, you know, like at Gonzaga or some other team that starts out in the top five, they, maybe they drop out because they lost the game in non-conference that they shouldn't have, but by the end of the year, they're in the top ten, top five because they dominate the conference. Like, it's not that easy with the Big Ten. Like, every year you see, like, if you look at the middle of the season, Like, you see the 24th ranked team in the country is the highest in in the big – is in first place in the Big Ten. It's just a matter of who you're playing and how many times you're playing them. Like, we play Illinois twice. We play, you know, all these teams twice, but we only play Nebraska once. And we only play, you know, these other teams once. So it's an unbalanced schedule and yada, 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 blah, blah, blah. It goes back to this for me. You know I don't like the Big Ten regular season champs. (laughs) You know I'm not a fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's – Yeah. Of course, it's all about the Big Ten tournament champion. I'm with I'm with you 100 percent on that. You don't even get a bid to the tournament if you win the regular season. Winning the regular season, I mean, you do get a bid if you're the regular season champ, sure. like love a, love conference. Like it basically would be, I mean, what the conference would have to all beat each other up and all be like 500 except one team to win the to win That's the what happened to Pac-12 the other year. Remember that? Yeah. When, when Oregon won the championship and they were, they were eleven seed. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but they're going to – at this point, they're locked into a pretty high seed. You know, it would have to be – You're a two seed. Joey Brackett right, says the. a right. two seed. That is crazy. I've been, I was a two seed once in, at Ohio State when we were in a bracket. We ended up being a five seed. I, I think that Ohio State fits in that three or four seed, unless they win out. They win well, out. I mean, it's crazy, but it's not that crazy because they're seven. So, like it, it fits. It fits, it fits 10, the ranking. It's fucking crazy. Because What's Michigan? What's Michigan and Lenarious? They're a one, one seed. I mean, they're just not. <laughs> what, what a weird. What a weird year. Good. I think Michigan's the best team in the Big Ten still, but we are second best without a doubt right now. I Michigan like. The fact is, the matter is, and this is what Tate Frazier said when we had on: If you're not playing, you don't count, you know. Towards so, throw out Michigan. We slide into that number one. It's really us versus Iowa for who's the best team in the Big Ten. But right now, I don't think anyone's arguing that Ohio State's playing the best basketball. You mean that they're not? That they are playing the best basketball. No one's arguing that they are. No one's arguing. No, no one's arguing against. Got it. No one's okay. going to argue with you if you say Ohio State. Got it. Got it. Got it. Agreed. Um, wow. Just to point something out, just to point something out for Michigan, if they let's say they resume February tenth, where their first right. game, no, third no, no, game. no, 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 third game, they got Illinois, Wisconsin, Ohio State, and Iowa, all with. I mean, it's a Big Ten, so you still got Michigan State, Indiana, and Rutgers, but you got you got four top twenty-five as of now teams. On on your schedule. Okay, well look at Ohio State. Who do they play in the next games? It's the same yeah, thing. Yeah, but they're not going but they're not going from sitting idle for three weeks. Yeah. You've seen it with Michigan State. It's a problem. It's honestly if Michigan had this any later in the season, it's a big problem because you need that momentum going into March. They probably just lucked out. Michigan's the kings of freaking having momentum going into March. Like, goddamn. All right. I know we talked most important game on schedule is the next game, but is there a chance? Do you think there's a chance Ohio state is playing Illinois March 6th, last game of the year to win the big 10? Absolutely. I think if the cards fall the way that obviously if the cards fall the way they have to, in order for that to happen, then that's true. But you, if we beat Iowa, we're sort of depending on how Mich- what Michigan's deal is. Like if you throw Michigan away, we beat Iowa. We're kind of in the driver's seat because you're assuming that Michigan's going to lose one game. Yeah, after- but they're three be- they're they have three more losses than Michigan. Yeah, but we play them, so we have to beat them, obviously. And you got to so, assume. I mean, if Michigan beats everybody except us, then they deserve to win it. But you just you, gotta- you know what's crazy? Breathing down everyone's neck is, is Purdue. Is Purdue with two wins over Ohio State. Yeah, but what's great is we have the tiebreaker over most of the other teams if we keep winning. And Purdue's got – I mean, Purdue's got no one. No one on the schedule. I know. I'm the, one ranked team, and it's Fraud Sconson. Freaking Purdue. They're going to win the big Ten. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be the same thing as, as your year. Ohio State's going to have an incredible year, but Purdue's still going to – Oh, no, Michigan State won that year. Yeah, it's all right. It's, uh, it's a bummer. I it's still funny. think Iowa is – is the the and this my mind might be changed after the game, but I still kind of think Iowa is the is the team to beat from the tournament in the Big. Based team. on what I've seen the last week, I would take Ohio State over Iowa, unbiasedly. Iowa doesn't play. Man, defense. I wish I wish we had a way to settle this on the yeah. court here in a, in a few hours. You know, how fun is the game going to be? Oh my God! I'm not, let, let's do a quick score prediction, and then we'll get to Bohannon because obviously it's a good conversation with him. Um, it's at, it's at Iowa. Keep that in mind. I'm going to go, I think I said it already. I'm going to go 84, 80 Ohio state. Luca Garza has 32 and 17 too, but, but I'm going to go Ohio state and it's a balanced effort. EJ gets his, Dwayne has a great game. Dwayne's got to have a great game for us to win. All right. I'm going, I'm going, I just, I don't know if Ohio State's scoring that much. I'm going 75, 70. Well, there's no way Iowa only score seventy points. I think they're gonna have to have a game like that for Ohio State to beat them. Yeah, interesting. Well, so they scored eighty. What they scored eighty-one tonight in a win. Who Iowa? Yeah. No, because they had over eighty-two, so they scored eighty-four. All right, so they had eighty-three tonight in a win. Not that crazy. <laughs> what did I say? Eighty seventy-five. You said 75-70. They have 70 points. 75-70. I'm sticking to it. Let me see if they've even scored 70 points this season. Well, they, they've scored hundred more than they've scored seventy, probably. I'm statting it up tonight. Um they beat Purdue 70-55. They lost to Rutgers 77-75. They lost to Indiana 81-69. They lost to Illinois 80-75. That's my – I'm I'm going 70-75. Oh, and, for them to lose, that's what the score is, clearly. And I'm I'm going 70-75. There's 75-70 Ohio State, and no one's going to be mad if it ends up being 77-74. All right, should we uh, give a Bohannon prediction also? I feel like we should – that's fun. Yeah, let's do it. Um, He has – I don't want to do it because – I'm afraid to do it because he's just going to be – either way, it sucks. If we say he does does great, then it's like, fuck. If he does bad, then it's like – me, let me – let me give my – If he does great and we knew he's going to do bad, it's our fault. Guards have kind of hurt Ohio State this year. Um, What's-his-face on Penn State had, like, the greatest game of his whole career in the first half. Um. I think he has twelve. <laughs> which is above which is above his average. All right, we'll just leave it at that. Jordan Mohan has 12, and lucky for you guys, you get to listen to him talk about everything from the NCAA to basketball to haters to parking tickets to video games. Shout out to the Willards and uh and me gifted him subs and Andrew Floss. I don't know what that means. Ooh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> But without further ado, let's get you to the meat and potatoes of the episode and our man, J Bo, Jordan Bohanna. Wrap him up, put him in a bow. <laughs> All right, join us now on Drive the Lane and entering enemy territory from Iowa, who's getting ready to take on Michigan State tomorrow, and then the Buckeyes on Thursday. Jordan Bohannon. Jordan, welcome to the show.
0: Appreciate you guys having me.
1: Absolutely. And to kick it all off, Zoldan, just want to let you know that you are third-wheeling as uh, me and Jordan here have been podcast hosts before together. Now, the episode was thrown in the trash and <laughs> I have no idea where it is. <laughs> do, you want, do you want to talk about that? Because <laughs> Yeah, let's just get that off the table. We'll get that off the table. Zolden knows that I don't do any of the the behind-the-scenes stuff now because he's so great at it, and I'm terrible at it. (laughs) Because I was telling Jordan when we were recording, you know, the name of our podcast was going to be the Amateur Hour Podcast, which is a great name still. So if anyone wants to take that, feel free. Um, But basically, the whole the whole idea was it was to give the viewpoint of two college basketball players that both thought they should be making money and tell talk about our stories and talk shit and have fun um and we recorded an episode it was definitely going to be a practice episode anyway because we both kind of stunk um but it just doesn't exist so like literally like i finished recording and it was just not where you know i bought a recording like app or like program i guess And it's just gone. And then we just never recorded again. (laughs) I
0: was so mad at you when you texted me like, hey, bro, I I can't find the recording. I'm like, we just recorded for an hour and a half, stopping and starting because we couldn't get the intro right. And then we just hour and a half podcast and you text me 30 minutes later saying, hey, I I lost it. I don't know where it is. I'm like, I was like,
1: I don't know what I don't know (laughs) how to say this, but like. Let's try again. I don't know. We're both really busy. Maybe in three months we can try again.
0: <laughs> Just never happened.
1: No. I think, Joey, this is your way of uh, telling everyone that you need me, right? Exactly. Need you. I, if right. I didn't have you, oh, my gosh. I, oh, I can barely tweet, let alone record a podcast. <laughs> so so you, replaced, you replaced Jordan with me, and, and Jordan didn't skip a beat either. You got your own show now, too. You want to talk a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, I know uh we've been at it for since August, September of last year, and it's been uh quite the ride. I mean, we only do about one episode a week and um started just simple talking about the NCA. That that was our goal when we first started our, our podcast was talking about the inconsistencies with NCA and why college athletes a- athletes should be paid. And all of a sudden it turned into more of a sports entertainment podcast to a life podcast. I mean, we've interviewed so many phenomenal guests from jay billis to dan dockage to alan lazard i mean it's just been quite the ride for us to you know i think that's the coolest thing about doing a podcast is kind of picking people's brain of who you're interviewing and what their lives are like and just seeing a different perspective of the whole thing i think that's probably been the most um cool part of of it all
1: without a doubt and i think you know (laughs) you alluded to it ncaa you got you and the ncaa have a nice little. Nice little beef going on, <laughs> um, which is awesome. I love it. We'll dive into that um, maybe a little bit later. But right now, a lot of the people are tuning in to hear about Iowa, hear about Iowa versus Ohio State. So let's talk briefly about that because, you know, it is important, I guess, right? Um, thoughts on your season so far. Talk, about, talk to us about the Hawkeyes.
0: Well, if you were to ask any fans or fair weather fans, it would be panic mode. Everyone, you know, this, the scene we alluded to in our episode, we, uh, the, the scene of SpongeBob and Patrick freaking out, like file cabinets everywhere, fire everywhere. That's kind of where the stage is for a lot of fans right now. But, you know, we, we're just being patient, man. Like it's a long season, as you know, Joey, that it's a grind to play in the big 10. And, um, if everyone thought that we were going to go undefeated and run the table, then I would have, I mean, I, mean, I, I I said it that we're going to – that's the goal to go undefeated, but I knew that I was lying. It's a phys- <laughs> physically impossible to go undefeated playing Power 5 basketball on an every-night basis of playing such great teams. And uh, I think our ability just to keep moving on to the next play and next game is what's going to separate us towards the end of the season. And, um, you know, th- this league's just phenomenal this year, and it- it's going to be a battle every night out. We,
1: we, we kind of know what you're talking about with the needing to go undefeated because – Every time Ohio State loses, Joey's timeline is filled with people asking for Holtman's job. are calling for a new coach. And sometimes I say to Joey, I'm like, can I just respond and be like, we absolutely agree. His time is up. No need for him. So Ohio State and Iowa both should be undefeated getting ready for it. It should be one verse two, not seven verse eight.
0: I don't know what it is with Twitter, man. Like this past this past year, especially, it feels like it's just went to a different level with lunatics out there just thinking of totally different perspectives and you know being experts and something that they read for the first time, and all of a sudden that they can say whatever they want. It's just it's a crazy Twitter is a crazy and dangerous place. Sometimes I'll tell you that.
1: I I think that the number one you know pet peeve of mine is when people who call – I mean, call them fans, call them whatever they want. When they want to talk X's and O's, that's when that's when they lose me. You can be mad about losing because we're mad too. Like, trust me, you're that's great. We can be mad together. But don't tell me that so-and-so should be playing more or this guy should be playing in this position or you should run more plays for this guy. It's like you don't know anything. Like, you don't know anything about the practices. You don't know what this guy's going through, what this and that, what the coaches are thinking, like – Oh that's the, the, that's the worst.
0: Yeah, Except so for
1: awesome. if they say Joey should be playing more then it's like yeah you're, right. you're, <laughs> on the, you're on the right track. I do
0: remember you hit a fadeaway three on us my sophomore year I believe. I think we played sophomore at your I, place.
1: I don't know I don't know if I I don't know if I scored or not against you. guys. You, you definitely, definitely hit, three. It, maybe you hit a three against you. You did. Remember, <laughs> so so we can we can get into this a little bit later but I know that I played you because Isaiah Moss. I used to work out with with Isaiah back in Chicago, so um, I remember playing against you guys because that was, first of all, a huge game for us. Like a like a must win to get some momentum back. Justin Arns had ninety five points. Like, oh my god. Yeah, I know. Trust me. He, he, trust me. I know the feeling because Foster Lawyer single handedly beat us in the big time. <laughs> but um, no, in that game, I came in and. My first touch, I shot one from the state of Ohio, which is our our half court. And I thought it was good. It hit the back of the rim, whatever. But then I got an offensive rebound or a tip ball that I got in the middle of the lane. And I don't belong down there. So I, like, I like made like a <laughs> – I, like, tried to, like, dream shake. Like, I don't even know what it was. And I just want to fade away. And I don't even know if I hit the back court, let alone the rim. And Isaiah was right next to me. Because I was mad, running down, tried to cut off Isaiah, take a charge, and then I got called for a foul, and I was like, <laughs> "All right, let's just chalk this one up. I'm done trying to play hard. Like, let's just get, let's just get back to the locker room. <laughs> like, I got my sweat in, so that might be what you're thinking of.
0: Yeah, probably. But I, I feel like you did hit a three. Or one of the one of the games. I just remember,
1: a... I remember my my senior year. So two years ago, um, coming to your place. And we're talking at half court before the game. And you're like, bro, you're on our scouting report. (laughs) And I'm like, for what? (laughs) And you're like, I mean, shit, you scored last game. So they put you on the scouting report. And now, like at the time, like it was like, okay, that coach, whoever put me on the scouting report is a fool. But now you look back at it and I think like if I got in that game and I scored without me being on the scouting report, that coach would have been fired. So
0: that that did happen that year, actually. I remember we were playing Rutgers, and I can't remember who who the player was. And they scored, like, they hit back-to-back threes. And I remember looking over the coaching staff after he hit the second three, and one of the assistant coach or, one, or uh, Coach McCaffrey turned one of the assistant coaches, he goes, why the fuck was he not on the scout report? <laughs> I'm like, it's going to be one of those nights. Like, it's just going to be one of those nights.
1: So, speaking of the scouting report, we promise we're not going to tweet out a video of this. We're not going to talk to anyone around Ohio State. I promise. You know uh, Luca Garza better than anyone else. You know, if you were going to come up with, like, some game plan of how to stop him, <laughs> you know, just, like, randomly just for fun, what what would you say?
0: Dude, I, I don't even know how to even go about it because we've tried. When I'm on opposite teams, when we're playing open gym in the summer, I, like – I mean, we we play like a normal practice, our open gym. So like, I want to win the games, and we want to stop Luca. It's just I don't think there's a way to stop him. He's going to get his twenty five regardless. I mean, the only way if you consider him getting stopped is him scoring seventeen and grabbing ten rebounds, and that, that's going to be a bad game for him. And that's setting a lot what the the stats he's putting up this year.
1: I feel like if if he got punched in the chin, it would like get messed up and he would turn and look at you and you would watch it like set itself back into place you know like a like a super villain you know where they like will take a punch and it'll just like a, almost like a starfish where like if you were to like chop off his arm he would just like throw it back out like five times Garza, the starfish, the starfish. <laughs> I call I coined this phrase for him <laughs> garbage, garbage Garza because he's cleaning things up around <laughs>
0: That's the most cheesy
1: <laughs> cheesy say I've ever heard well, if you knew him at all, Jordan, it just gets better and better from that I mean, <laughs> we We had Duncan Robinson on the show, and Zolden sang him a song. What do you sing him um Here's to you, Duncan Robinson. <laughs> Like I got one for you. a song. Like I, he didn't just he didn't stop there. I have like a full. I have like a full song. And do you remember when it was like Mo Wagner, Duncan Robinson, Abdul Rockman, and all those guys on Michigan? I had a whole song that was like, eh, Abdul Rockman, Abdul Rockman, and wagon wheel." It was that. I got one yeah. for you. You've probably heard this. What What is it? Like put a bow on it. Something like that. You've definitely gotten that.
0: I've never gotten that. Like,
1: we'll, we'll use that. We'll use that. Wrap it up, put a bow on it, send it in for three.
0: I've never, I've never actually gotten that before.
1: Well, that's good. We'll use that when you're not playing Ohio State. <laughs> um, back to back to Garza briefly. couple things. Number one, how the heck is he this good when he looks the way he looks and is not athletic? And I don't, I don't get it. So, first, explain that to me. I'm, the, I'm a huge fan of his. First of all. Second of all, how, how does it work? I don't get it. So, if you could explain that to me. And then the second part of my question is, how much does he look like Dr. Doofenshmirtz? from <laughs> am <laughs> Supervillain. <laughs>
0: I've I heard that second one. He does – I think he does look like him. But, bro, I don't know. I don't know. He just he, – he works his ass off when he gets the ball and when he doesn't have the ball, and he'll find a way to score. And uh, this. <laughs> He's just a worker. I mean, you can say he's not athletic. He's not a guy that's that quick, but at the end of the day, hard work's gonna trump all of that. And I think that's kind of what he shows out there when, you know, he's playing basketball and against guys that are way more quicker, way, way quicker than him and way more athletic. That he, as long as he outworks them, then I mean he's gonna have a day regardless.
1: I'm gonna throw you a softball here. All right. So you better knock it out of the park. <laughs> Is it frustrating that your individual stats have gone down, not assists, scoring while his have gone up?
0: Absolutely not. Is it frustrating? No, absolutely not. I've I'm, I'm always been a guy that's about the team, to give you the most cliche answer possible. But anyone that knows me, I just want to win. And, you know, I'm a point guard of the team, so I just need to make sure, one, everyone's happy. So, you know, if that takes – a toll on myself and that's so be it. I'm okay with that as long as we're winning and, you know, I have to keep the guys together. That's always my two main goals. And uh, people can say that my stats are down and I'm not as good as a player as I was, but you know, I feel like I'm doing all the right things to be a leader on the team.
1: Uh, follow up to that. I used to say when I was in school, um, that you were the scholarship version of me. <laughs> um, what are your, what are your thoughts of, on that? <laughs> Man, uh I mean you're welcome it's a compliment yeah thank you, you have a scholarship. <laughs> yeah you're no, on but, scholarship yeah but like you know like the the version of me that plays a lot of minutes like you play how I would how I played in high school how I would love to play and you just you like to chuck threes I like to chuck threes but you played <laughs> I didn't therefore you're the scholarship version of me what are your thoughts?
0: <laughs> I mean, I would like to think I'm a little different compared to your game, but <laughs> <laughs> if you want to put yourself in my shoes, and we, we can if you want.
1: I, no, you're not getting my point. You are an upgraded version of me. It's a, it is like...
0: Yeah, but you're, you're basically saying down to my core that I'm you.
1: No, 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 no. At my core, I'm you. We have, we have the same cores. You're <laughs> the same engines, but you're in a Mustang and I'm in a beetle. Mm. I, uh, that, that makes sense. Now humble brag. I lost my virginity in a beetle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's reel this back in. <laughs> um, all right. You, you have three major enemies, I, I guess four, but we're not going to talk about the fourth. You have three major enemies. We talked about the, the fans, the haters. They're the haters, not, not the fans. We talked about the NCAA, also parking tickets. Um, if you had to power rank them in terms of mortal enemy to, you know, I dislike him, but he's not – I, I dislike them. They're not the worst. What
0: would the power rankings be? Well, NCA is number one. I hate them the most. I think that's pretty obvious. Parking tickets is right. Parking ticket t- ladies are right up there for two, um, and then three fairweather fans. Okay.
1: all right. I I had a feeling that would be the. I was I was hoping to get a little more out of that, but that's okay. Well, I mean, the stuff I
0: say about the NCA, I, I can't I say, say much more about it. I don't, don't know. It, I don't know. What else I can say?
1: say? (laughs) You you should say this, that guys like you, you know, who I'm, I'm on your side, obviously. And I think everyone is, Um, but I think the corner is being turned in terms of, you know, name, image and likeness and stuff. I I don't know if we're going to be able to, I know I'm not, I don't know if you're going to be able to, uh, you know, have the fruits of those labors. I don't know if you're going to come back for a ninth year next year or not. um, But, I think I think that it's very frustrating for me, the fact that I got zero shine on the court, but off the court is where you know I was known for, and I could have made some cash because of that. That's very frustrating to me. A lot, not a lot of people feel the same exact way in that sense. To that, you say what?
0: I think they're idiots. To put them nicely, idiots. To put nicely. Um, I think. The fact that the NCA has been able to—I'm gonna to give you a little dry answer to start—but the fact that NCA has been able to exploit athletes for this long and them to not have any any repercussions against them, it's extraordinary that they got away with this for that long. And I think we're finally starting to see the circle kind of turn around. And you know, I've been doing a lot of work in the off the court with this i actually just met with one of our two of our senators from our state about a bill that's going to be introduced next week for name image likeness and the effective date is going to be july 1st so it's going to be this summer with along with a lot of other states across the country that are starting to do this so uh, i think the NCA is the most corrupt organization out there and If it was my job, I would burn them all to the ground. Granted, there's a lot of great people that work there. I'm not going to say that. But there's a few some that just have ruined it for years on end, and their time's going to come to an end.
1: Sounds like you got a lot on your plate. You probably should just take the night off. (laughs) You know, shoot a couple shots. If they don't go in, no need to keep shooting. Probably don't need to feed Garza. But being serious, obviously seven verse eight is a big game and you guys want to prove like hey we are the best team in the Big Ten we and to do that we need to beat the team that's ranked the highest in the Big Ten that's playing because Michigan is on break or whatever it is Um, how hard is it for you to focus on tomorrow night's game against Michigan State when you see seven versus eight on the schedule two nights later
0: Yeah, I mean, it's tough looking at our week and seeing we have three games this week against really great competition. But also our focus right now is Michigan State. I have never beat Michigan State before. And that's something that I've taken to heart. Luke hasn't beat them either. So that's our first focus. And then looking on to the horizon at Ohio State, I mean, it's going to be a on. We have a one day prep for the top eight team in the country. Like how ridiculous is that To We're playing, we're playing in a world pandemic and we have to get ready for one day prep of a number eight team in the country. So, I mean, it's going to be fun though. Like that's just what, just what we signed up for.
1: Uh, Yeah, I know. And that's why it's not fair for us to ask you more questions about Ohio state because you know, being the elite athlete that I was, I understand that you cannot the most Andrew, what's the most important game? You know, this, Ohio State versus Iowa. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the next game. The next game on the schedule is the most important game, and that's why in our best check, we're on to Michigan State. We're on to Michigan State. <laughs> let's, uh, let's shift gears back to the podcast world. Um, you were on a podcast that we enjoy, um, the Barstool Bench Mob. Um, those guys are clowns. We love Jake Marsh because um, he used to call games for Vermont. My good friend played for, for, for Vermont. So we love Jake Marsh. The other guys are clowns in a good way. Um, What are your, do you have a message to them? Because they absolutely, literally love you with all their heart. I think it's so funny. I texted you about it when they, like, they talk about you every single show.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're great guys. Jake is awesome. He hit me up about being on the show. And um, Marty texts me after games. And they have a little group (laughs) chat. (laughs) They have a little group chat with me, Rico, uh, Marty, Jake, and Trent are all in a, as they call it, the Jabo uh, hype chat or something like that. And it's so funny. They text me after games and uh, they're just clowns. And uh, the, the interview they had me on was hilarious. I, I was dying laughing the entire time. But they're, they're great guys. Jake is – hopefully one day he'll swear, but I don't think that will ever happen.
1: Well, funny story. He swore because someone donated $1,000 to the barstool fund. He, st- he swore on – on part of my take. I think he said I fucking love charity, which is <laughs> I didn't and see the guy, that guy who donated it was my roommate in college. Wow. Small world. Yeah. yeah, he texted me and was like, I made a bad decision last night. And I was like, Bro, we were texting. What happened? He was like, <laughs> Let's just say I don't remember DMing PFT and telling him I'd I donate a thousand dollars to G S war on part of my take.
0: That's hilarious. I didn't yeah. see that. That's funny.
1: Yeah, it was like the, at the end of like a week ago show or whatever. But my, I got a little little bone to pick with with Barstool Benchmark because of solely because of their name. Um, they can't have guys like you on every single episode. if They're gonna be called the Benchmark. That's not, <laughs> that's not how it works. What it, like? Uh, yeah, I think. You, that... Any intel on that? Can you like? I'm not saying me. I'm just saying like have some. Freaking walk-ons or bench warmers on. If you're going to call yourself the bench mob, like it's playing to the name.
0: I think they did a poor job of marketing it, but you know, Barstool is all about marketing. So I think they're doing an okay job with it right now.
1: <laughs> That's like, we're calling ourselves the starting five. It's like, no, we are, we are YMCA players.
0: That'd be a good so podcast. There's the YMCA a, players.
1: a podcast called the starting five, the starting lineup, the starters starting five. That's got to be clever yeah
0: like drive the lane yeah it's a great it's, a, it's very uh very very great name for a podcast
1: it gets said about five times every basketball game <laughs> it's all about marketing you, you hear
0: drive the lane now you think of you know you guys a podcast
1: and one uh, of the, the somehow some way one of the commentators was like there's an ohio state podcast called <laughs> drive the lane during one of our games
0: Kevin Harlan will just randomly say it one, one, one of these NBA games.
1: Yeah, yeah. Bill Bill Raftery's like, and you oh, look at him drive the lane at dish. It's like, oh, that sounds familiar. I always I always like do a double take when they say drive the lane, even though obviously it has nothing to do with us. Jordan, if you get it, go ahead, Joe. I was gonna say, do you, We're talking about announcers now. Do you have any funny stories about interactions with some of the the best dudes in the business? Whether it's like a Gus Johnson or. You know, obviously you had Jay Billis on the show, but any funny interactions with any of those guys?
0: Uh, Funny interactions. I mean, Dan Dockish told us a bunch of interactions when we talked (laughs) to him. It's pretty extraordinary that he had all these interesting altercations with these Iowa fans. But uh, I remember meeting Chris Weber in the NCAA tournament when they announced our game against Cincinnati. Uh, other than that, I haven't really had a lot of interactions with the announcers, though. Um, I'm obviously pretty close. Gets as a as a cool name drop, Chris Weber. Chris Weber, yeah, yeah. He's he's a he was a, a good dude. He was a good dude. When
1: I when I met Chris Weber because he called our game in the NCAA tournament the year before that, um, we all like our our uh, SID told us to all go introduce himself. Obviously, he like actually talked with you know Keda and JT and like our studs, but. I went up to him and said, "Hey, it's great to meet you. Whatever." Talked to him for thirty seconds, whatever it was, and walked away. And as I'm walking away, I didn't, I didn't go like, like, dang, like, that's Chris Webber, Fab Five, like, <laughs> legend. I was like, wow, like, he needs to learn how to call games better. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, who did we just oh, you say? say hey, Joey. Yeah. Well, we said Bob- we were talking to Bob Rathburn on the TBT show. He was like, yeah, Chris. He was like. He's like, yeah, Chris Webber stinks. I was like, I know.
0: <laughs> I, do, I do actually do have a story. I, I remember I met Scott Van Pelt when my brother was Jason was at Wisconsin. And I had no idea who he was. And he called me by my first name the minute, you know, he's talking to my mom and dad and, you know, they were meeting him. And then he sh- put out his hand and said, Jordan, how you doing? I was like, how'd you know my name? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, what? Probably sixth, seventh grade, which was pretty cool looking back on it.
1: Very cool. He sat courtside for a game where we lost by 37 points, largest loss in Ohio State history in the big time. So,
0: <laughs> at Maryland?
1: Yeah, at Maryland. We were tied with a minute and a half left, or like two minutes left, and they went on a 13-0 run to end the half, down 13 and a half time. We ended up losing 100 to uh, 67, or 63.
0: So yep. you definitely got in that game then, right?
1: No, I didn't go – back with Coach Mata, I didn't go in in losses, which was kind of like a mutual agreement. I did not want to go in, <laughs> in for losses. And I remember that game in particular because after the game, Coach Mata made an example of me and said, Every, basically, everyone needs to be more like Joey. The dude puts his head down, works hard, only cares about the team winning, only cares about you guys, not about himself, and you guys all suck, basically, because it was true. And 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 after the game, I remember being like, like that wasn't. Did he really? I was a freshman. I was like, he really just. He didn't just do that. And then afterwards, I, I remember like months later. It's like, hey man, like, I, you know, it's all. For, it's there's a there's a method behind the madness. <laughs> you know, maybe I was like, you know, coach, you really want to prove a point? You you know, throw me in the game. But that's okay. <laughs> Jordan, I got. Uh, well, I was just going Go got, I got one last question, but it's more of a request. Oh God. I I want you to make a shot against Ohio State, just one, and do some do some sort of little acknowledgement to us. Doesn't have to be big, not like showboating, but just like a little like like ah, like pretend like you hurt your <laughs> wrist or something with the three or like something. What what could be subtle? That's not like. Taunty, but still like we'll know. We'll know. Just the three of us will know.
0: How about if I make it if I if I get to the free throw line, I'll I'll slap the lane for you guys.
1: <laughs> you'll slap the lane. I'll, I'll just right? go
0: down and just I'll hit the floor real quick. Alright.
1: Get All fouled right? you get fouled and you'll like hit like make it like real casual. Like no one's gonna be like, is he angry? Is he thinking about the NCAA <laughs> right now? <It's> like, <laughs> Yeah, He's pumped up. He's, he's fired up.
0: Yeah. I think that's a good, a good one. That's yeah. good.
1: That's a good nod. My, uh, my last question um, for you before we end the interview in a certain way, it's kind of a question, kind of not, but the last question um, revolves around gaming, your professional gaming career. Um, how in the world do you like stream so late at night and then wake up and work out and play basketball?
0: well i don't have anything in the morning so i can pretty much i get a lot of work done like i'll do my you know the stuff i'm doing with nca and cpa i'll do that all at night and then you know i'll get on video games late at night after if i have any homework which i normally don't but i get on late and you know i'll stay up to whenever because i don't have to really do anything until three o'clock for practice which is kind of nice
1: it's a great life man and you know it's crazy zoldan you have no clue but I gifted him subs. I'm addicted to gifting <laughs> subs. I don't know. He did. Oh, Shout man. out to
0: Al gang. He gave me, gifted me five, a five bomb on, on stream the other night. I was pretty hyped.
1: What the hell so was that, do you, do you <laughs> <laughs> Gifted him subs? Yeah, subscriptions to, to Twitch, bro. How do <laughs> you with more than one? This no, I t- gifted t- them to people, bro. Hey, boomer alert right here. Yeah, come on, man. Golly. Oh, to other people? <laughs> yeah. So like if there's like fifteen people in the chat, you know, like they're watching, they're not subbed, I can just throw out my my gigantic wallet. I can just gift people subs, like, hey, you get a sub, you get a sub, you don't even have to pay for it. And you can support the channel. And that's what I was doing. Being a good being a good friend and supporting the channel. Got That was me. love right I there. Uh, I'm going to to So in I'm all, all seriousness. Serious. <laughs> but it's okay. I my my buddy my buddy uh shout out shout out Nick Arter. He's a big fan of the show. Um he was he'll he'll play and he'll stream uh and he'll get, you know, like seven viewers and four of them are the guys that are playing. Mm-hmm. And like I'll go in there and give like five subs to him, <laughs> and, and there's not there's nobody in the chat to give <laughs> subs to. So guys who aren't watching the stream will get gifted subs. It's hilarious. I yeah, <laughs> he's he's really good though. He's playing in a tournament last night, so I was like, anytime you win, bro, I'll give you subs. Like you got my word. He, he won two in a row that? to start? A Fortnite player. Fortnite player. No, well he did play, but now Warzone. He's pretty good at Fortnite uh, though. No. He's he's mouse and keyboard. He's He's cracked. Oh, he's, he's sweaty, man. So sweaty. Oh, sold him. So cracked and so sweaty, bro. <laughs> I'm so Give <Gift> <laughs> subs left and right. If Bill Landis is listening, he's not going to know what the hell we're talking about either. No, oh, I Bill Landis does. I guarantee it. I guarantee Bill Landis does. <laughs> you think he gives out subs? No, you don't give out subs, bro. You gift them. You kind of give them out. Everything same thing. Gift is the act of giving. That's, no, you're right. But, like, it's just – it's potato-potato. It's just the terminology. It's okay. Well, you're learning. We'll get you a PS5 here. you <laughs> will be in the game. All right, last uh, question. Can you give us a score prediction for tomorrow against Michigan State, State versus Iowa?
0: Michigan State. Um, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. So, say 74-81. Okay. Ohio State, 69-71. <laughs> <laughs> nice.
1: <laughs> nice. Um, all right, this is how we end every single interview. Um, you're a pro at this. And I feel like I say that every single time with these guys now, but we're going to turn the tables on you. Uh, you are a podcast host who interviews incredibly famous people like us every week. So we'll give you the floor to ask any burning questions that you want to ask us.
0: Oh wow! Well, Joy, I want to start with you. What's life like right now? Do you do you have a job. I see. I think it's a, is that a gaming chair you're sitting on?
1: I'm sitting in a gaming chair. So,
0: are you are you invested in gaming? And if so, is that your full time job?
1: Um, thank God it's not my full time job because I kind of stink. I mean, I don't stink, but like, I'm not I'm 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 not zero earnings dog water, but like. <laughs> <I> mean, <no. laughs> Uh, I'm always saying no, I, I, I do have a job other than this podcast other than other than uh playing video games uh, i'm in i'm in sales i'm in columbus ohio um and when i'm not working i am most likely recording this podcast or playing video games but unfortunately my Fortnite career is all but retired basically Um, so as soon as you want to hop on a man's game like warzone you just let me know (laughs) (laughs) why does everyone always ask about video games didn't Dwayne ask us about video games that's all the only
0: thing to do now is video games yeah
1: exactly i wake up i work out i do i work and then i play video games and then i record the podcast and then and then repeat and then sleep and i'm old so i'm tired now so it stinks
0: i do i do have a question for you andrew so, did you ever let Joey edit the podcast one time, or did you already know that he was really bad? At I,
1: I, have, I have I never even asked him, or he'll be like, sometimes he'll be like, "Hey man, like I know you're doing a lot, like I can help out if you need it." I'm like, no, no, no I got it, I got it, don't worry. <laughs> we Smart. Uh, we used to have a, uh, we were on a uh, an Ohio State network for a little bit um, before. We joined Andrew's network. Um, we were on on uh, an Ohio State network, and they sent us a lot of equipment. And Andrew wouldn't even let me keep the equipment; he just <laughs> had it all at his house. It's not fair.
0: Like equipment, like when you like made we
1: equipment. had – Andrew, you can explain it. It was heavy. It was heavy duty, serious stuff, though. Yeah, we, like have, we had you know, like man. if we wanted a drum roll before a segment, like we could hit the drum roll button. It was a full. It was like a full Joey. You know you. I don't understand the gaming it was a sound it was a sound and it had, <laughs> it had a lot of uh, a lot of different buttons that we could push that would do different sounds and we could turn the volumes up and down and we had these like we had like the mics that we i mean we still have them we just worked together but it was like the mics that like the espn announcers use like state-of-the-art good shit like when we were in person with mata and greg odin it sounded amazing and now That's just in the past, and we're just zooming it up. This
0: this actually reminds me. I was I need I was gonna ask you guys. You just remind me of it. I went to the Memorial Golf Tournament. I think I was texting you while I was there, Joey. But Greg Odin was just walking around during the tournament.
1: How'd you notice him? It's hard to pick out. (laughs) Are you sure it was him?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it was him. But well, that was the funniest thing ever. We're at this golf tournament I'm following Tiger Woods and, you know, Jason Duffner and these famous guys. And I look across the, you know, the seventh hole, and I see a 7-2 African-American. I was like, that has that's, that's Greg Odin. Like, that has to be Greg Odin. And it turns out it was.
1: He, Ohio, there's a lot of Ohio State people there. I remember uh, Coach Holt one time, me and Dockage were talking to him. And it was around the time of the Memorial in the summer. And he was like, "Fellas, I I just learned that I'm a, I'm a member there. <laughs> he's like, I got eight tickets. I got eight tickets to the golf thing tomorrow or whatever. He's like, and I can play there, but I don't play golf, so <laughs> I'm, I want to be like coach. Like, you just let me know I'm there.
0: Yeah, like, that's a beautiful course.
1: Yeah, that's fine. The home of Urban Meyer. That's where he lives too, right on the course. Lived, 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 lived. Now he's in Jacksonville.
0: Rough life.
1: Yeah. Are you allowed to get uh, ads for your podcast, or is that illegal?
0: It is illegal. We've had, we actually had a couple of meetings with, you know, some companies, but the terms that they were talking about was like ridiculous or like, we might as well just do something on our own when we're able to then.
1: All right, how about this? What about Twitch? Wait, wait, hold on. What about Twitch when I, did I, did I, did I break the law by donating to you?
0: Not legally. <laughs> i don't know it's kind of weird because it's kind of in a, like
1: we a break the law
0: <laughs> this is so this is like this territory we're in for college athletes is like it's almost like equivalent to like the lame duck like period when presidents are about to move on so name image or likeness is already a thing in florida it will be this summer so florida athletes are technically already you know capitalizing on this opportunity Iowa's about to introduce legislation. A lot of other states are already on board, California, Nebraska. So it's almost like, so what happens in this period if someone decides to do a commercial? Like, let's say Iowa passes a law, and i like, okay, July or it starts July 1st. I'm like, June 19th. Let's say I go on a car dealership commercial. Are they going to make me ineligible for two weeks? Like, what's
1: the deal here, you know? By the time it's prosecuted or whatever. Hold on, hold on. you're missing the important part, Joey. Does that mean you're you're coming back?
0: No, that does not mean I'm coming (laughs) back.
1: Sounds like you just talked about June 19th, you know, being ineligible, which would make it seem like you're you're still there. you got to be eligible for something. June
0: 19th is my birthday, though, so.
1: Happy happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Well, how about this? Proposal. Join our network. The Zedia Network, which is the Zolden Media Network. <laughs> all right. You put your show on the network, direct the advertisers towards us, we'll get the money, and I'll Venmo you and I'll make the caption Chipotle.
0: <laughs> what if it's all Iowa businesses, then So? That won't impact your
1: No, it's your it's your show's ad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's your show's ad, but they're paying gonna, Like, Listen to Drive the Lane, sponsored by Iowa, your local John Deere dealership. We're not going to – we would let your show have its own ad.
0: Yeah, but how would that help you guys, though? That's all that's all Iowa f- fan base. No one's going to want to listen to you it's guys. Your,
1: it's, your, your, your it's your show, and if you think you're getting a 100% of the of – the, <laughs> then you're crazy. If I'm going to do this sketchy – I'm going to risk – want to become a bag man and risk my own life you know we gotta we gotta be careful i
0: don't know what are we talking about here it sounds like we're talking about legal shit already
1: what's up what's <laughs> what's to say that you can't and we don't want to get you in trouble obviously but what not that you even really care you're you're yeah, about i, you, I don't you, give a trying. shit <laughs> <laughs> um, what's this what's to stop anyone from saying like you know like they could just pay us for the time being and then we just hold that in a venmo in a savings account and accumulates even more money. Oh, that never never happens. That never happens
0: now. I mean, it's a great idea. This does bring a great, great story, though. One of my my, my good friends I met, he's in law school at Iowa, and he was texting me, like, a year ago. He's like, hey, bro, you want to, like, start betting on games? And, like, I'll, like, send you – or you can just send the money – or I'll send the money to your Venmo so, like, no one will ever find out. I'm like, that just does not sound like a good place I want to be in, first off. <laughs> oh my god, that's like second off, you're a lawsuit student. I feel like you would just not wanna be away. You want you wanna be as far away from stuff that breaks the law as possible.
1: Yeah, why I don't I never understood when people would text me and like text me stuff that would get me in trouble. It's like what are you doing? Like think think for a second. Like, no, I'm not gonna tell you if if my teammate is playing tonight. <laughs> I know you're just wondering. Because you're gonna bet on the game, it's like but now it now I, I get it, but but not, but not sure, really you're probably like you're probably like, dude, why would you do that? that's gonna get me in trouble Maryland minus two and a half tonight no <laughs> <laughs> I was like hashtag Maryland minus two lock of the week, lock of the week, no, I was so unbelievably scared of that stuff, oh my God, so scared, but then as soon as I was done playing my I, I placed the bet on Tiger to win the masters and. <laughs> And I was like, this shit is easy. <laughs> How much it, do you call that? Is it illegal to sports bet if you're a student on like nothing having to do with your games? Like if you were in Chicago and you used, is, you want to answer it, Jordan?
0: You're or- not allowed to do any sports gambling
1: unless it's not a school-sponsored sport. So me and Dawkic, my senior or his, my junior year, his senior year, we put a ton of money on McGregor to beat Mayweather because. <laughs> I didn't
0: know
1: that. Yeah, because it's not a school-sponsored sport. That's what they told us. We asked them in a compliance meeting as a joke. We were like, hey, can we bet on the McGregor fight tonight? (laughs) They're like, yeah, honestly, you can.
0: Yeah, the compliance people.
1: We just did it to say we did it. You know what I mean? Like, we were like, okay, we bet on a game as college (laughs) students, (laughs) and it was legal.
0: (laughs) I didn't know that. Joey, I don't think – Don't
1: take my word for it. I don't think I ever texted you because I wanted to bet on Ohio State. I think I was, you know, I had friends, I had friends who did hundred percent.
0: Yeah. I've had people I, this year already. I'm like, bro, I'm not going to tell you.
1: Yeah. It's so, it's so true. And like, we should probably wrap this portion of this up by saying <laughs> that we, while I was in school, I know for a hundred percent, I stayed so far away from that stuff. And I know you do too, because that is by far the most serious like offense that you could possibly do as a college student athlete. Like it's, like, you're going to jail. Like, your families might be in danger. They were telling us all these crazy stories.
0: We had a mob mob guy visit our team last year. They brought him in, and he got caught up in all sports gambling and stuff. And it's, yeah, not a place I want to be at.
1: Exactly. Yeah, we what do you mean so far away. I need, also, I need a little more info than they brought in a mob guy.
0: I can't think of his name. I would have to. I would have to text my Dobo. The what was the name of the guy? But his name was
1: Al Pacino. Probably. <laughs> they brought Al Pacino in like witness protection. Was he not in the mob anymore?
0: He was in the mob, and yeah, he went to jail. I don't know. He said he was talking about how he killed people. It was yeah, it was a crazy, crazy talk but he goes around he goes around like talking to teams about this like that's his job now
1: yeah we talked to a bunch of we talked to police officers about that stuff we talked uh, like we had compliance people from the NCAA from obviously from Ohio State like it's just so 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 serious it's like we could joke about it all we want but it's not we only joke about it because we I would never touch with a 10-foot pole when I was yeah. in school yeah I can't no, imagine I'm how bad we, how bad we would feel if we saw a headline like Jordan Bohannon suspended one game for comments made on <laughs> um, podcast. Funny enough, it's against Ohio State. No, funny it's enough, it's against Ohio State, my no. column. Well, the great
0: thing is, you know, coaches can get fined for critiquing rest, but, you know, we can say whatever the hell we want, and then and we don't get paid, so, you know, it doesn't point. matter.
1: Gonna, they might pay you if you say too many things. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right, it Jordan's been a blast. Wishing you the best of luck tomorrow night. Now, when when you're listening to this, the game had already happened, but we're list, wishing you the best of luck tomorrow night. And if you play well against Ohio State, that's okay. <laughs> don't don't feel bad about playing well, like Andrew's saying. Don't feel bad about playing well. We we're we are rooting for you as an individual.
0: <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank if we you. Play
1: well. We know a guy that is around Iowa and the mob. So <laughs> <laughs> back in. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh uh, I appreciate you guys having me on. This was fun. Right,
1: Always. Thanks, Always, man. Take it easy. Yeah, I appreciate it. We hope you didn't enjoy that interview because he's from the enemy team. So Yeah, I hope you guys were like, Man, that was a great interview, but honestly, fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, next, you can't swear you can't swear on my network. Sorry, sorry, my bad. Frick there. Yeah, what the, what the fuck are you doing man you can't swear on my network <laughs> <laughs> but i'm with you i mean such a like such a likable guy even though he was kind of saying some like douchey things like such a likable guy no he, i i respect him cuz he's just he's un he's unapologetically jordan Bohannon. you know like he will he is mad at refs he's mad at the ncaa he's mad at the people giving him parking tickets and he's just going to tell people about it which there's something Something to say about that. So big shout out to our guy, the the scholarship version, the souped up version of me. Uh, having him on the show is a lot of fun. We'll definitely have him on again when we don't have to. Like it was tough because we interviewed him before the Michigan state game that's being played, that was being played um, on Tuesday night. We interviewed him before the game. So it's hard for, it's not fair for him to talk about Ohio state when he's preparing to be Michigan state. So We'll have him on again. But he Probably. he didn't care. He was like he was like I don't care. He's like we're gonna beat Michigan State. <laughs> he didn't say that. But yeah, but he you could right. Tell. he did They never. Well, be, we asked him for a score prediction, and he was like, he was like we're eighty-seven or whatever he said. Did he get it right? We gotta look back at the. Ooh, we might get in trouble for that. No, uh, hey. bro, he gave a score prediction. I guess uh, who knows. Whatever. Who fucking whatever. We'll just move on from that. But anyway. Go grab some Towel Gang merch, go grab some Ohio State-esque merch. Um, I'm working with the owner of West Coast, and Andrew doesn't even know this. Uh, I'm working with the owner of uh, West what's it called, <laughs> West Coast Bias, obviously. I'm working with the, with the owner, the operator, the designer to, get to, to mock up some new Towel Gang stuff um, because as much as I love seeing myself on the t-shirt, sweatshirt, maybe a logo without my face would be nice for people to wear maybe more enticing for people to wear, so we're working on that. Um, Shout-out to a select few of you who will be – I'll be sending some gang stuff here shortly. That's um, a main reason why we put it back on the website. Um, But, yeah, Andrew, you got anything else before we uh, go beat the Hawkeyes? Shout-out Fred Van Fleet, 54 points tonight, record for an undrafted rookie. Or for an undrafted player. Rockford Auburn. Shout-out Rockford Auburn. Auburn. Shout-out. We should start doing shout-outs at the end of episodes. That's kind of fun. That's what Tyson Tate do. Shout-out Josh Schaffner. We haven't shouted him out in a while. Shout-out to another undrafted player, Jay Sean Tate, who has clearly found a role on the Rockets, and every time I look, he has double digits. He's starting, and if you would have told me as a junior in college that Jay Sean Tate would be starting on the Rockets with Victor Oladipo, John Wall, DeMarcus Cousins, and B.J. Tucker, I would have said you're crazy, but that's the coolest thing ever. So, Shout-out to JT. Shout-out to Jalen, who's averaging 19. Jalen Brunson, obviously a friend of the program, who's averaging 19 points a game as a starter for the Mavs, even though they suck so bad right now, um, which who knows what's going on with them. Um, any more shout-outs? Mm-hmm. Shout-out to Scott Lane, because he's definitely the first person getting to the end of this episode. No, sometimes he listens a little late. He'll text us the next day. Yeah, but I'm telling you, he's locked in. All right, buckle up. Drive the lane. Go, Buckeyes. Beat Iowa. Huge game. Seven versus eight. Can I either? Go, Buckeyes. Go-H-I-O. Go, H-I-O. Go!